welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. <laughs> what happened there? I, I couldn't find the ring cord button. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of user error going on today. That is... <laughs> My whole life is one big user error. <laughs> My God. Oh my gosh, my cats! I'm just—I'm oh. sure people are sick to death about my cats. <laughs> well, Gina listened to our latest podcast, and she said we sound like two old ladies talking about the birds because <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I love cats. No, no, we were actually talking about birds. Oh, were we? Yeah, she texted like me. This? She's like, yeah, she's like the two of you. Because. <laughs> This was like she's like it just you guys would not shut up about the birds. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're ra- they're Odin's ravens. I mean, blame him. Oh, I was like, well, Gina, you know, sometimes we gotta fill space. <laughs> what else you want us to talk about? I was like, and also, I go, we don't see each other like every day, so we're catching up. <laughs> you want us to talk about Odin's wang? I, I don't know. I don't know. But she was like, oh, my God, you guys and the birds. I was like, oh, <laughs> the nicest number of all walked into my life today, which would be 69. Oh, nice. I let I gave my passport to Juliana for YouTube TV. And uh, I accidentally hit no, that it, it wasn't OK. So I was like, oh, girl, you're going to have to try again. And then I said, yeah, it's fine. And they were like, well, what number's on your monitor? And I was like, Juliana, what number's on your monitor? And she wrote back, LOL. And I'm like, oh, 69 then. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only acceptable uh, number for an LOL. The other choices were like 9 and 11, honestly. (laughs) And I was like, ah, those other two numbers never get a chuckle especially together true true. (laughs) this is it this is it this is the last before it's uh we have a special episode that we uh will put out before we get into the playoffs uh i've been playing a little like who's versus who um based on whether or not today's god uh goddess goes through or not I'm not, I'm not filled with confidence, but things remain to be seen. Um, I am, but I think it's based on one of the saucy stories. So I love a saucy. I know. And I, we're going to have to have like a little runoff before we get to like the sweet 16 of it all. Right. Um, but we shall see. And let me open up that calculator when we get up to it. Um, so do you want to take it away? Yes, so our deity is Freya. <gasps> the one and only. Uh, she is, she is. So uh, Freya means lady in Old Norse. Mm. And uh, she's considered the most renowned of the Norse goddesses. Um, she is the sister and female current counterpart of Freyr. So now let me ask you, uh, if she's, she's the... The most popular now like in today's times or back then too no back then too and i'll i'll get into why they say that okay but uh yeah she it was really because of what she was in charge of um so first of all there is some speculation of whether her and frere are twins or just brother and sister 
The yeah. reason they think they're twins is because um, their parent was Njord, the sea god. Right. Um, and it is said that when they were born, he he referred to them like at the same time and said, Freya is the most glorious and Freya is the most glorious. And it was for him to be expressing that he didn't have a favorite. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I know. I thought that was sweet, right? Um, she is in charge of love, fertility, battle, and death. That's a very broad. <laughs> sure, that's it all. Yeah. Um, her chariot, she, she has a chariot that is drawn by cats. So cats pull her chariot. I mean, mm. it's already wonderful. Um, so Freya, we had done the Valkyries before. So Freya gets the other half, her choice of the other half of the heroes that are slain in battle. Oh. Um, so, so the um, Valkyries come and take half the, half the heroes to Valhalla under Odin's name, I guess. Freya gets the other half. For what? Uh, just to live in her great hall in Folkvarnar. Yeah, um, they just get to live in her great hall and hang out. Um, I suppose because she is also the goddess of battle and death, uh, she gets to have this. Um, it is not said that she ever struck a deal with Odin to do this. Um, and I'll get a little bit of her backstory because she's a member of the Veneer. She only became a member of the Asir after the war. Um, and she is a goddess in her own right and already had these abilities when she came to Veneer, uh, Asir. Oh, okay. Or became a member of Asir, I'm sorry, when she came to Asgard. So she's not, she's, she's considered an honorary member of the Asir, but she's originally a Veneer. Okay. It was her and a couple of other people that were traded afterwards. Oh, right. And like the Asir got all the good guys and the Veneer were like, they were like, take our craft god. Right, right. <laughs> She possesses a famous necklace called Brigginson Men, which the trickster god Loki stole from her at one point, and then Hemdal but, uh, got it back for her. Um, she possesses a cloak of falcon feathers, which will also come into a couple of her stories because she lends out this cloak to different deities, mm. um, and it allows you to become a falcon. Okay. So she has... So it's widely known that she has a first husband. Okay. Um, that was not Odin. Was, was she ever married to Odin? No, that's Frigg. No, no. So um, they, modern day tries to make her Odin's uh, wife. Mm -hmm. But apparently she was just his concubine. Oh, all right. But he did love her a lot. And, and in the Prosetta, he speaks of her. In her beauty and her like wisdom and, and things like that. <clears throat> um, it's because of the the weird connection with Freya and Frigg, where they think that they might be the same person. Right. But the problem with that is Frigg Frigg is is not given the same attributes as Freya, but Freya takes a lot of Frigg's attributes, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does say that he loved her above all. Mm. and that while they fought he usually he usually kind of backed down uh, <laughs> uh her heavenly field uh her great hall is in a heavenly field so she rules over that so she has her own kingdom 
her great hall. So I'm sorry, her heavenly field is called Folk Wagner. Her hall is called Sesrumenir. Clearly, that's not that's, that's easy. I know how to get there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I passed through there on the way to work. Also. So her first husband is the god Or, O-O-R, with those little acoolit thingies over the top. Yes. And he's actually considered her husband, but he's always gone. Like, he, he, he's never home. So it's said that she cries tears of red gold for him, for him and searches for him under assumed names. So the fact that she's always searching the world under assumed name is why she's given so many different names. Okay. Um, and by the way, this guy was a god in his own right too. He was the div- he was the god of divine madness, frantic, furious, and eager um, emotions. Huh. I don't know what kind of marriage those two have. <laughs> right. Well, she's got to take a break sometime if she's getting down with Odin for a minute. Right. Um, various plants in Scandinavia used to bear her name. Um, there was plants called Freya's tears, Freya's hair, Freya's eyes. Um, but when Christianity happened in Scandinavia, they replaced them all with the names of Virgin Mary. Of course. Right. So they became Mary's tears, Freya's hair. So she was popular a long time ago. Okay. Maybe it's a romantic story. Well, no, because they found a priestess that was buried in 1000 C in Scandinavia. Okay. Um, and she was considered, she was buried with considerable splendor, especially for the time. Um, in addition to being buried with her wand, she had received great riches, which included a horse, a wagon, and Arabian bronze picture. There was also a silver pendant, which represents a woman with a broad necklace around her neck. This kind of necklace was only worn by the most prominent win- women during the Iron Age, and some have said that it's definitely Freya's necklace. And that the pendant represents Freya herself, because in reliefs and stuff, she's always with that necklace. Right. So they think that's what one of her priestesses. Yeah. Which is amazing because this is one of the few times we've heard of something being dug up that represented any of the North cities. Oh, sure. That's pretty amazing. Um, A seventh century Falera was found in a warrior's grave in Northwest Germany that featured a female figure with two large braids flanked by two cats and holding a staff-like object and wearing the necklace. Mm. And that's Mm. in the seventh century that they found it. That's pretty telling. Right. So that makes me think that um, when they say she was the most renowned goddess, I I think there's plausibility there. Well, that would scan because Frere is no slack either no no and they are considered counterparts and it makes sense it makes sense for two things so if it was an actual priest that they found and this is what the archaeological you know they're saying it was a priest freya is also attributed to giving all of the gods teaching them magic mm. and then her other one of her other as- attributes is that she's the goddess of the battle so that would make sense for the warrior to have her. Really, I'm really surprised that there's so much um, detail on her. I really didn't think that there would be. But I thought that about like at least six other of these guys Same. where I'm like, eh, it's going to have like one line and that's it. And then it's like this really like depth of yeah, storytelling. Um, so that's her backstory. Um, she does have a famous father and obviously a famous twin brother. 
And, you know, I wonder, I wonder if those two are so prominent in like art and stuff like that, because like, I don't know, I guess if you're going to select, like if you need to pray to a God or a goddess or something like that, maybe you don't go all the way to the top. Like straight off the bat, like they might be like more localized prayers maybe. Well, I feel like um, Odin's price sometimes is too high, maybe. Maybe. That mean might be right about that. You know, Freya, Freya um, didn't seem to demand, you know, like a lot <laughs> that we can tell. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And, and Freya didn't either, really. No, 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 no. Cool. So that, that's her backstory. And now we'll get on to her notoriety. And I'm not going to lie because the, one of the poems in the Prosetta, um, I'm, I'm just loving it. I'm not mm. going to read the po- poem. I'm going to give the, you know. You can read the poem if you want. I didn't record the poem because... I did read the poem to make sure that their interpretation of the poem was actually the poem, but it made more sense to read the, the, the summary. Oh, so in the poem, Loki is at that party where he accuses all the females of being sluts. Yeah. Um, and an aggressive exchange occurs between Loki and Freya. Yeah. The introduction to the poem notes that among the other God and goddesses, Freya had attended the celebration held by the Aegir. In the verse, after Loki has been flirting with the goddess Freya and she turns him down, or the goddess Frigg, and he gets turned down, Freya interjects, telling Loki that he's insane for dredging up all of his terrible deeds. <laughs> and that Frigg knows the tale, the fate of everyone, and you should probably shut up. Oh, yeah, really? Loki tells her to shut up, basically, or be silent, and says that he knows all about her, that Freya is, is not so sweet and, like, innocent are not lacking in blame because each of the gods and the elves in the hall have been her lover. Oh. Freya argues with him and she says that Loki's lying and that he's just looking to blather about misdeeds. And since the god and goddesses are furious at him, he can expect to go home defeated. Loki then tells Freya to be quiet again and calls her a malicious witch and conjures a scenario where Freya was once astride her brother when all of the gods laughing surprised them and caught them on it wow at that point another god interjects and he says that a woman having a lover other than her husband is harmless and he points out that loki has born children and calls loki a pervert look <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god the tea <laughs> oh my gosh i can't it's so funny to me <laughs> that he tried like who you know who calls a slut a slut a slut. A slut. Like, <laughs> get out of here. I think it's funny that there's been other instances of Loki, like, having his little slam fest, and usually Odin intervenes and stops him. He does do that a lot. And this time it was the god Nijordo. I don't know who he is, but um, the fact that he called Loki a pervert. <laughs> and then also... Njord. It's It's Njord. I think it is. It is. Yeah. Um, He says that a woman having a lover other than her husband is like no big deal. So how progressive were these gods? Like, 
Well, Muir did marry Scotty that one time and was oh, like, Oh, that's right. That's that right. Didn't pan out at all. So that was one of her notorious. I, I say notorious because, you know, her and Loki got into a heated argument. Um, and it went on. What got me was at least when the other goddesses do it, they kind of like slam him in one like thing. And then Odin jumps in and says, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. This went on. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, in, a, in another poem or another stanza, it, it's the story of Loki borrowing Freya's cloak of feathers yes. um, because that's when Thor's hammer went missing. And uh, basically <laughs> it, it ends up with Thor in a dress. Um, horrific stuff <laughs> right um sh- the fact that she was still willing to lend loki the cloak of feathers although to be honest she did do it for thor yeah Loki gets away with a lot of shit <laughs> he does um she had a faithful servant otar mm. who was trying to find information about his ancestry so that he could claim his inheritance um in doing so she turned him into a bear and by means of flattery and threats and death of fire, she got the information that Otor needed from another Utan, a giant that was holding this information, apparently. And uh, Otar was able to get his inheritance. Um, it does say that Otar constructed a altar of stones for her and <laughs> frequently made sacrifices, but it doesn't say what the sacrifices are. Definitely not horses. No. No, I mean, <laughs> although she, she doesn't really care about horses um, in another stanza the another okay so just for the record the giants are always trying to get in Freya's pants oh. like all the time the Uten Perunganer finds himself in Asgard the realm of the gods and becomes very drunk and he boasts that he'll move Valhalla to Utenheimer and bury Asgard and kill all the gods Except for the goddess of Freya. Goddess Freya and Stiff, apparently, who he says he'll take home with him. Nice. <laughs> Freya's the only one of them that dares to bring him more wine um, and ale to try to get him drunk so that the other god can overpower him. Sure. Um, and eventually Thor does come in. And then Thor comes in and um, he's furious and he wants to know who let the Utenheim in Asgard and who keeps giving him drinks? <laughs> Is Freya on the other side going, I'm trying to roofie him, you moron. I know, I know. It doesn't, it, it says that he's, you know, he slayed the, the giant, but it doesn't say like what Freya said. Um, now, this is the account of how Freya got her necklace. So I was mistaken. I thought originally when I saw the necklace, I thought this was the one that Loki had tricked the dwarves out of. Right. No. It's no. not. It's a different one. Um, <laughs> she did definitely barter with sex to four with four dwarves for this necklace. <laughs> barter what though? You know? Yeah. Uh, it says that one day Freya was passing by an open stone where the dwarves lived. Four of the dwarves were smithing a golden necklace and it was nearly done. Looking at the necklace, the dwarves thought Freya to be the most fair and that she should have the necklace. Freya offered to buy the necklace from them with silver and gold and other items of value, but they said they didn't lack for any of those things. And then that, that the necklace was the only thing she could offer would be a night with each of them. Whoa. Hello. And then let them know whether who she liked the best or worst. 
It says whether, yeah, whether she liked it better or worse. Freya agreed to the conditions and spent a night with each of the dwarves. Uh, the conditions were fulfilled. The necklace was hers and she went home to her bower. So her bower is kind of like her own bedroom, I guess, in Odin's court. Sure. And she was so revered that nobody was allowed to go in there. Like it was off limits to everybody without her permission. Um, so Loki, under the service of Odin, because Odin found out what Freya had done, <laughs> guess who told him? <clears throat> yeah, exactly right. Exactly. So Odin told Loki to go get the necklace and bring it home. And Loki said that since no one could enter Freya's bower against her will, it would not be an easy task. Yet Odin told him not to come back until he found a way to get that necklace. <laughs> The old drag queen working yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Loki went in, uh, got into Freya's bower. Well, he got to Freya's bower and it was locked. So he transformed himself into a fly and he couldn't even find an entrance that way. So he decided to turn himself into a flea. Um, he found that Freya was asleep with the necklace on, um, but the clasp was turned downward. Um, so he couldn't maneuver it. So he bit her on the cheek, and when she rolled over, uh, the clasp was flipped, and he could get it. And then he brought it to Odin. Uh, the next morning when Freya woke and she found out that her necklace was gone, she figured out who was responsible. Sure. Like immediately. Uh, <laughs> on a list of one. But here's, So <laughs> she went to Odin and told old Odin that it was malice that he had allowed this against her, and he should give her back her jewelry. And Odin said that given how she obtained it, she would never get it back. Mm -hmm. That is with one exception. She could have it back if she could make two kings, themselves ruling 20 kings each and battle one, one another. And she would have to cast a spell so that each time one of their numbers falls in battles, they will spring up and fight again. And this must go on eternally. So she did it. <laughs> She's like, fine, I'll make a zombie army. I can do that. Yeah. So somewhere out there, there's Freya's zombie army that are literally just fighting so that she can keep her necklace. Why? What a weirdly specific thing that he was looking yeah, he for. He thought she couldn't do it? <laughs> He's like, she's like, is this a challenge? Because it's not really. Like, I can no. do that. That's fine. But like, why? Why do you want it? <laughs> I, I know. I guess he thought she couldn't do it. Um, and that kind of plays into the fact that she is considered the archetype of the vulva, which was the Norse seer and priest, you know, like witch. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely, she was definitely the one who first brought the art to the gods and then gave it to humans. Hmm. Um, so it also gave her expertise in controlling and manipulating the desires, health and prosperity of others. And she's a being whose knowledge and power are almost without equal besides Odin. Hmm. So I don't know if that was him just testing hit her power. No, he's just a weird dude. He's it's like asking for like a football helmet full of cottage cheese, you know. <laughs> like, I know. I mean, you don't want that. Who knows weird. if this was during the time he was carrying the head around? So right. So that's her notoriety. I really like that. <laughs> Damn it, she's gonna get no gonna i'm gonna give her a nine i'm just gonna give her an eight all right i'm giving her a nine i'm not a full 10 because she didn't she didn't successfully shut down loki herself 
Okay. That's my read. I like it. So her inter-realm crossover. The only realm she has not gone to that I can see out of the nine realms uh, was the one of Mist from the beginning. Okay. She went down uh, to hell? She, yeah, she can go down to hell because of her um, being a death goddess. Oh, right, right, right. And we know she was hanging out at the home of the dwarves. So Yeah, for a while. <laughs> I guess the list of uh, the ranking was not survived. The list of the ranking? Yeah, like who's on top? <laughs> who's the best one of them? Oh, yeah, I, I would have liked to have known that. I'm sure if I had dug deeper, somebody would have fanficked it, I'm sure. Yes! <laughs> I don't know if I want to read that. <laughs> Like, I hope it wasn't, like, the first one up was the best one and then she had to have mediocre sex the next three times. I know. She's like, I really just want this necklace. Like, <laughs> like she really wants this necklace. <laughs> oh, you're the best. I swear. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Yeah, better so, than your brother, for sure. <laughs> so I'm giving her eight because it's just basically one for each room. Okay, I can get into that. And then her Ragnarok roll. Okay. So she does survive. Okay. That's However, the reason she survives is because she refuses to fight. Oh. So, mm. I, right? I feel like that's a five. It's not even, that's like a four from me. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, like, that's that like. But her brother dies. Sitting on the fence. Don't sit on the fence, man. You got to pick a side. I know. But I don't know, like. I couldn't find anything like, is she flitting around grabbing everybody to go to Valhalla? Like, or not Valhalla, uh, her kingdom or, and it's interesting that she doesn't. So it does mention that her brother Frere dies in Ragnarok and he goes to Valhalla. Oh, so she doesn't take him to her, her ca uh, castle. Mm, maybe she's like, I'm all right. <laughs> I guess, you know, I don't know. I didn't find anything that ever suggested those two got in a fight. So I was like, okay. Regular sibling stuff where they're like, nah, maybe Yeah, not. whatever. I don't want to spend eternity with you, I guess. Be like, uh, we had to grow up together. That's cool. Yeah. The <laughs> truth is she can go to Valhalla and visit him, honestly. Yeah, and be like, mm, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> it was great seeing you. Bye. <laughs> um, so her pop zygeist? Zygeist? Zygeist. So Freya is mentioned in the first stanza of the national anthem of Denmark. Is she really? Yes. The first the first stanza goes. It's called Old, Den Old Denmark, and it's and it is Fre Freya's Hall. Oh, that's nice. Um, in the late 19th century and early 20th century. Now, I I did not include anything prior to the 19th century. There was a lot of artwork done in like the Renaissance era about her and sure. things like that, but I was trying for a little bit more modern. Deviant art. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the late 19th century and early, early 20th century in Northern Europe, she was the um, subject of numerous works of art, including statues, drawings, paintings. Um, and like other Norse goddesses, her name was applied widely to Scandinavia. For example, sweet meats, or stout cart horses um, were called Freya's treats. Okay. I don't huh. know why. 
Maybe there was a horse sacrifice in there. Uh, a maybe. horse treat. I mean, well, sweet meats are brain, aren't they? Sweetbreads. Oh, okay. Phew. All right. Um, starting in the early 1990s, derivatives of Freya's name began to appear as a given name for girls in Norwegian. Uh, in the Norwegian database. Mm-hmm. In 1990, around 500 women were listed with the first name of Freya. And as time went on, there was, um, it grew in popularity, including uh, Frigg Freya, which is a modern Norwegian version of the spelling. Okay. And Freud, Freudis, and I'm, I'm probably saying it right, wrong, which is a, what do they call it? Like a more dramatic personal name so it's almost like a like a nickname okay so apparently her name is very popular to name your children in in norway well, i like that as a name though that's a yeah. nice one uh freya is fe- freya is featured in several video games such as the 2002 age of mythology she's one of the nine minor gods in that the norse player can worship she's featured in the 2018 god of war um, she plays both a supporting protagonist and antagonist role. She's set to appear in the game sequel, The God of War Ragnarok, which is scheduled to be released sometime this year. Sure. And she's in a multiplayer online battle arena game called Smite. And she's one of the playable gods that you can, you can use. Oh, that's interesting. And apparently, both Wikipedia and... The Encyclopedia and Britannica, and then the other one that I get that's actually from Norway, that's, that's um, or sorry, from Switzerland that's translated, made a huge point of pointing out that people still worship her today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, in, in like, Norway and in Scandinavia and those places. Um, she's, they, they still honor her as a goddess of fertility, abundance, and beauty. And a common rite for modern Freya worshippers is to bake foods that will have some connection to love in one way or another as chocolate. Hmm. Now, here was the part that, like, made my heart. She's also called upon for protection by women involving domestic violence situations. Oh, that sucks. I know. I mean, it sucks. But at the same time, I'm like, that. so that's what she's evolved to protecting. Okay. Well, there you go. That's what she's the modern goddess of. I know. Um, And I am. I accidentally skipped her family fame. (laughs) Oh, no. So let's give her a pop psychic story, which I give her full marks there. Same. And what about that family fame? So she does have two daughters. Okay. Um, But she she had them by her first husband. They were named Nose and Gersami. And apparently, they're they were the most they were more beautiful than her oh and it's interesting that both of their name actually translate to mean treasure hmm. and he knows h-n-o-s-s is the the base of the modern word for treasure in norway oh wow yeah that's cute it is cute and obviously you know Freyr's her her brother um her dad was a pretty big deal but she didn't really have like famous kids. No, no. Um, I was gonna so, give her go on. Oh, I was gonna give her like a four. Oh, yeah, four. I give her a little five there. I'll help her out. All right. Well, 
that's a pretty good score. That's a pretty high scoring. I know. I think we scored a lot higher toward the end of this than we did in the beginning of this. I think it's because we put off. So we we really dismissed like some of those deities that we were like hanging around and not like wanting to do, not because we thought they were going to be so overwhelming, but because we thought they weren't really going to fill the time. Right. Turned out to have better stories. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like this is pretty great. Like her yeah. score, her final score is 71. Damn. I mean, it's not the top, but it's not the bottom either. Right. Right. Like she's not going to be in the runoff if she makes it to Valhalla. She's not going to be in that like mini runoff series of the Sweet 16. I would score like that. Well, so here's the interesting question. I mean, I guess she has a spot in Valhalla. I mean, I wasn't going to give it to her, but now I think I might. What do you think? Well, I I mean, if you look at it logically, I'm just logicking it out. She can, I think, go to Valhalla whenever she wants. And if Odin has a has a spot there, wouldn't she? I mean, yeah, I look at it more like, do I think that she could take on some of the other finalists? And I do oh, think that. Oh. Yeah, I think that for sure. Uh, so she's going to go to Valhalla. Oh, my gosh. These playoffs, Woo-hoo. they're going to be bananas. Insane. I can't wait to find out how it's going to shake out. <laughs> oh, this is pretty exciting. Modern day goddess of abuse survivors. Yes. Got anything you want to plug, add, do, say? No. Uh, you can listen to me over on last. Nope. That's this podcast on ZPM Stargate. You know what's happening. And uh, that's that. And that's at ZPM Stargate on Twitter and on Podbean. You know, you can find this podcast at lastgodstanding.podbean.com. Otherwise, it's Last God Pod everywhere else. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, there's been some problems posting lately, but I'll see what I can do about that. <laughs> and... Uh, Otherwise, thanks to Mike. Thanks to Mike Jacino for our theme music. Very good of him to write that for us. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you in a little while. Thanks to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye. Bye. Bye.